0: Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies and talks to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, and today we're going to talk about friendship based in Christ. Think about how many saints became saints along with their friends. And of course, I think of St. Francis and St. Clair. There's a great story of St. Ignatius of Loyola and St. Francis Xavier, who the two of them were college roommates. Ignatius was significantly older. He came back to college after a military career. But in doing so, the two of these uh, men became unlikely friends because Francis at the time was quite a little party animal. But Ignatius every day would just ask him one question. He would say, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And day after day, month after month, he would ask that question to Francis. And Francis kind of got annoyed. He was like, yo, leave me alone. But finally, after a while, it started to kind of dig into Francis, and and he started to ask that question of himself. Well, what does it profit me to gain everything and lose the only thing that matters? And so Francis turned to Ignatius after many years of their friendship and said, all right, what do I have to do? And so Ignatius led him into the Jesuits, and Francis Xavier became a great saint, a great missionary to the Far East because of the influence of his friend, St. Ignatius. We can think of so many others, like, for example, St. Basil and St. Gregory. In fact, they wrote these words to describe their relationship. A very powerful statement. They said, When in the course of time we acknowledged our friendship and recognized that our ambition in life was true wisdom, we became everything to each other. We shared the same lodging, the same table, the same desires, the same goal. Our love for each other grew daily warmer and deeper. The same hope inspired us, the pursuit of learning. This is an ambition that's especially subject to envy. Yet between us, there was no envy. On the contrary, we made capital out of our rivalry. Our rivalry consisted not in seeking the first place for oneself, but in yielding it to the other, for we each looked on each other's success as his own. We seemed to be two bodies with a single spirit. Our single object and ambition was virtue and a life of hope in the blessings that are to come. We wanted to withdraw from this world before we departed from it. With this end in view, we ordered our lives and all of our actions. We followed the guidance of God's law and spurned each other on to virtue. If not too boastful to say, we found in each other a standard and rule for discerning right from wrong. Our great pursuit, the great name we wanted, was to be Christians, to be called Christians. What a beautiful example of how they made kind of a rivalry out of virtue. They tried to be as virtuous as they could and they looked to the other to be their inspiration. A final story of two saints who were friends is St. Dominic Savio and one of his friends, whose name has been lost to history, St. Dominic Savio lived in this Catholic boarding school that was run by another saint, St. John Bosco. And one time, there was a young boy who joined the school, and this boy looked rather sickly. He had some sort of uh, chronic illness that made him unable to participate in all of the games and recreation. And so Dominic saw this young man, who was new, and decided to go and befriend him. So he went up to him and he said, Hi, my name's Dominic. What's your name? And the lad shared his name. And they started talking, and Dominic found out that this young man had an illness. And Dominic asked him, Would you like to be free from this sickness? And the young man said, No, I only want to do the Lord's will. And Dominic said, That's the kind of friend I want. And the two of them became inseparable until that friend passed away at a very young age. And so friends can often help each other on the path to holiness. But what is friendship based on? And how do we have a truly Christian friendship? Well, friendships really kind of are based on a couple things, really three things. First, when we're young, our friendships are based on common activities, right? I like to play soccer with my friends. I like to play blocks or Legos or whatever. And that is what our friendships are based on. But once we kind of reach maybe our young teen years, our friendship gets a little deeper because there's not based on just common activities, but also what psychologists call self-disclosure, talking about Just ourselves, sharing our hopes, our thoughts, our plans, our dreams, our fears, our worries. You know, we kind of really confide in the other person, believing the other person to be trustworthy, and they confide in us, causing this bond between us. However, the highest form of friendship is one not only with whom we share activities and share our thoughts and feelings about the future and our present, but really one with whom we share our values. You know, C.S. Lewis had a great insight. He said that the difference between Eros, which is the type of romantic love and friendship, is that Eros looks at each other. You know, Think about a man or a woman who are deeply in love with each other, and they're just staring in each other's eyes. But he said friendship looks in the same direction. Both friends are kind of facing the same direction together. In other words, they have a goal that's outside of themselves. It's not about that friend. It's about that friend and I achieving that goal. And hopefully, if you're a Christian, it's achieving the goal of everlasting life. So how do we develop these good friendships then? Well, listen to Aristotle. He said these words. He said, if you wish to be loved, make yourself lovable. If you wish to be loved, make yourself lovable. So in other words, seek the kind of person that you would like to be to spend time with. Seek to be that kind of person. You know, if you ever open, opened an eat and Dove chocolate, you'll see that they have little sayings on the inside of the wrappers. And usually they're kind of cheesy. And it's one of those like, believe in yourself type deals. But there was one that kind of stood out to me because it kind of really was so true and it rung, rung very deeply in my heart. It, there, it said, your vibe attracts your tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So in other words, if you wish to have good Christian friends, be a good Christian yourself. The best piece of dating advice I ever heard was from a priest who told me, start running after Jesus. After you've been running after Jesus for a while, look around and see who's running with you. Those should be the people that you date. And I think that's also true for friendship. Start pursuing Christ with your whole heart, and then look around and see who's pursuing Christ with you. Those are going to be your closest friends, the ones that are going to help you to become the best version of yourself. Because a real friend, you know, they they used to have this saying back when I was in high school, you know, friends don't let friends do drugs. Because a real friend wants to make you the best version of yourself. It Doesn't want you to just simply just be satisfied with who you are, or even worse, lead you into sin. One of my best friends growing up was a young man by the name of Steve, who was a couple years younger than me. So I got my driver's license first. And I remember when I told him that I got my driver's license, he was very excited. And he said to me, hey, that's great news. Now you can get to daily mass. And I said, "Um, no, that's not what I'm going to be doing with my driver's license. But later on, I reflected, Steve's a true friend because he really wanted me to grow in holiness through this great thing that happened in my life of getting the freedom of my driver's license. And that really is kind of the the core of what friendship is, is we should lead one another on to virtue. So does this apply then to our friendship with Christ? It does. Absolutely. In fact, we take a look at those three elements of a friendship, you know, the shared activities. Well, we can invite Jesus to be a part of every activity of our life. And we spend time with his activities, like going to adoration, confession, the mass, uh, spending time in prayer, serving others. That's a way in which we kind of have our shared activities with Christ. We see the second form of friendship, second uh, kind of level is self-disclosure. Well, in prayer, we should be honest with Christ, completely honest, sharing with him our hopes, our fears, our dreams, our worries, every last aspect of our heart, because we know that he's done the same to us when we open the scriptures and we read about who God is and who has revealed his heart to us. And finally, of course, you know, the third level is really kind of seeing, having the same values. And we do want to see the world through Christ's eyes. In fact, St. Paul tells us in Romans, he says, Be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may know what is the will of God, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. Jesus desperately desires this friendship. In fact, he says in John's Gospel, He says, I no longer call you slaves, for a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have shared with you everything I have heard from my Father. And you think Jesus shared our human activities, right? God took on flesh and ate and drank with us. Jesus disclosed himself. He shared with us even sometimes his worries when he went into the Garden of Gethsemane and shared with Peter, James, and John that he was worried unto death. And of course, he invites us to draw close to him that we share the, val- the ultimate value of everlasting life. So my friends, all of us need friends. It's a deep desire of our heart. But the best kind of friendship are those that are based on our friendship with Jesus Christ. So cultivate that friendship with Jesus Christ and then cultivate good friends who are going to help you draw closer to the Lord Jesus because ultimately friendship should lead to heaven.